0: God, for our choir has blessed us. During the season of Advent, I've been in a preaching series entitled Jesus Is. We've talked about Jesus is joy. Jesus is a blessing. Today, I want to talk about Jesus is worthy. And I'm reading from the message translation of the New Testament by Eugene Peterson. Matthew chapter two, the message translation is different from your King James New International Revised Standard Version. The word of God reads as follows, after Jesus was born in the Bethlehem Village, Judah Territory. This was during Herod's kingship. A band of scholars arrived in Jerusalem from the east. They asked around, where can we find and pay homage to the newborn king of the Jews? We observed a star in the eastern sky that signaled his birth. We are on a pilgrimage to worship him. When word of their inquiry got to Herod, he was terrified. And not Herod alone, but most of Jerusalem as well. Herod wasted no time. He gathered all the high priest and religion scholars in the city together and asked, Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? He told him, Bethlehem, Judah territory. The prophet Micah wrote it plainly. It is you, Bethlehem, in Judah's land, no longer bringing up the rear, From you will come the leader who will shepherd, rule my people, Israel. Herod then arranged a secret meeting with the scholars from the east. Pretending to be as devout as they were, he got them to tell him exactly when the birth announcement star appeared. Then he told them the prophecy about Bethlehem and said, go find this child. Leave no stone unturned. As soon as you find him, send word and I will join you at once in your worship. Instructed by the king, they set off. Then the star appeared again, the same star They had seen in the eastern skies. It led them on until it hovered over the place of the child. They could hardly contain themselves. They were in the right place. They had arrived at the right time. They entered the house and saw the child in the arms of Mary, his mother. Overcome, they kneeled and worshipped him. Then they opened their luggage and presented gifts, gold, frankincense, myrrh. In a dream, they were warned not to report back to Herod. So they went out another route, left the the territory without being seen, and returned to their own country by another way. Amen. I wanna preach on this last Sunday of the year as so we prepare for a new calendar year, a new church year as we still celebrate Advent, Christmas, Jesus is worthy. Let's look at your neighbor say, Jesus is worthy. Lord, bless your word, bless your preacher. Your words my mouth, give us ears to hear. Remove every distraction that might keep us from hearing from you. Anoint your servant now, bless me to be a blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus is worthy. We don't know much about the magi or those who we call the wise men. We do not know their names, nor do we know their family pedigree. We do not know their educational backgrounds, nor do we know the exact number of people in their entourage. We do not know their affiliations, nor do we know their preferences. We do not know their circle of allies, friends, aspirations, or dreams. If we're honest with ourselves, we don't know the who, what, why, when, or how of their lives. We don't know much about the Magi. According to tradition, the Magi or the wise men, were a priestly tribe of scholars from Persia. According to Scripture, upon seeing a astral, astrological sign that signified the birth of Jesus, These magi or wise men made their way from the east towards the west for the purpose of recognizing and reverencing Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He who was the Messiah sent to take away the sins of our world. According to this text, as Matthew writes the birth narrative of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ, the Magi or the wise men. Deemed Jesus as worthy. While we don't know much about these wise men, we can label or agree with the label given to them as wise men. Because wise people always embrace Jesus as worthy. For the wise men, Jesus was not mediocre or mundane, but Jesus was worthy. Jesus was not substandard or second class but Jesus was worthy Jesus was not a great prophet nor merely a great man but Jesus was worthy Jesus was not indifferent or inferior but Jesus was worthy Jesus was not a lower case God Nor was Jesus a religious mascot, but Jesus was worthy. And like the wise men deem Jesus as worthy, those of us who are participating in this worship celebration, be it in person or virtual, have made our way to worship because we Deem Jesus as worthy. For those of us who are honest with ourselves, there's nobody we've encountered, nobody we know, nobody we will ever meet who will do for us, has been to us, or experience us like Jesus has, is, or will. And Jesus' watch chapel is worthy. I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning from somebody who knew that Jesus was incomparable. Jesus for the Magi is worthy. And those of us who are saved by the blood of Jesus ought to embrace Jesus as worthy. Worthy. Matthew, as he describes this narrative encounter from the Magi who make their way from the east towards Bethlehem of Judea to worship Jesus, engage in this activity because they see Jesus as worthy. And I preached this message on this Sunday after Christmas, the last Sunday Of this calendar year to remind us that nobody ought to be more important or significant in our lives than Jesus Christ. Yes, there are other people, places, things that are important and significant, but nobody ought to be worthy of your worship like Jesus Christ. Yes. The Panthers represent North and South Carolina, but the Panthers ain't worthy. Yes, I am from Baltimore, Maryland, and the Ravens are my team, but the Ravens ain't worthy. Uh, For some folk, regardless of your alumni association and affiliation, praise God for every institution of higher learning, but no institution of higher learning is worthy. Praise God for our civic organizations, our fraternities and sororities, but no fraternal organization, no sorority is worthy like Jesus is worthy. I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning. Yes, love your wife, love your children, love your boo, your bae, your husband, but your children, your spouse ain't worthy. Love mama, love papa, love nana, love grandby, love those people who built a bridge for you, love me, me, Gigi, whatever adjective you give, but they ain't worthy. Nobody in this cosmos is worthy of what Jesus is worthy of. And on this last Sunday in this year, if any day, we ought to celebrate and thank God. For the worth ascribed to Jesus, it ought to be the Sunday after Christmas where we have celebrated the birth of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is good, Jesus is Savior, and Jesus is worthy. What is Jesus worthy of? First of all, Jesus is worthy of our fellowship. Jesus is worthy of our fellowship. These men, we don't know their names. More than likely, they are from Persia. They travel at least hundreds of miles if not thousands of miles for the purpose of encountering Jesus Christ. When the star emerges, it's a sign, a spiritual sign that they ought to do everything they can to get close to Jesus, to have this encounter because Jesus is worthy of their fellowship. And, church, if anybody is worthy of our fellowship, it is Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Jesus is worthy of our fellowship. These magi, these wise men, do not know how long the journey is going to take don't know exactly where the star is going to lead them and let's 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 put ourselves in the context of this text they are not on southwest or delta airlines they are not in a tesla or a bmw Come on, talk to me. They they ain't in a Toyota or a Honda, but they are making their way with gifts to the presence of Jesus because Jesus is worthy of their fellowship. And church, Jesus, our Savior, our Lord, is worthy of our fellowship Fellowship just doesn't happen on Sunday morning. Fellowship is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Fellowship is encompassing of everything that we do, what we say, how we act, how we react, where we live, what we eat, how we act, how we respond, Followship encompasses every area of our lives. Fellowship ain't Sunday morning. Fellowship is every day. And Jesus' church is worthy of our fellowship. Can I preach this on this Sunday morning? Uh, let's just make it plain. Uh, who has done for you what the Lord has done for you? Who has done for you and I what the Lord Jesus Christ has done for you and I? I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning. Has anybody done for us what the Lord has done for us? Has anybody made ways like the Lord has made ways? Has anybody opened doors like the Lord has opened doors? Has anybody kept like the Lord has kept? Has anybody intervened like the Lord has intervened? Has anybody delivered like the Lord has delivered? Has anybody been a friend that's sticking closer like the Lord has been a friend? Has anybody been a sustainer, a keeper, a provider, a protector, a way maker, a prayer answerer like the Lord has? Yes, I got some friends. I got some people that love me, but nobody has or can do for me what the Lord has done for me. Consequently, I owe God. I owe him my fellowship. I owe him a renewed mind. I owe him a consecrated heart. I owe him a tongue on fire for the Lord. I owe God. It don't take all that. No, honey, it takes all that and more. If you think about all that God has done for you, where God has brought you from. See, some of us can't testify and attest to who we would not be without the presence of God. Can I preach this to the real folk in here? Without the Lord on your side, who would you be? Without the Lord in your life, where would you be? Without the Lord in your life, come on now. I'm a already a mess, but praise be to God. I ain't the mess I could be or would be without the Lord. So he is worthy of my fellowship. Thank, you, Lord. Thank, you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Fellowship is daily. Fellowship is moment by moment. Fellowship ain't about me, it's about him. He's worthy of my fellowship. They, They travel miles because they're getting close to Jesus because he's worth their fellowship. It ain't just worth their fellowship, but is worthy of their worship. They, they make their way, having out schemed Herod at his own game, to the presence of Jesus, where Jesus is in the arms of his mama. And these men are so overcome with gratitude because of this encounter and they have prepared for worship because dr johnson they have not come empty-handed to the worship celebration but they come with the spirit of worship which requires preparation y'all ain't talking to me in here And they come to the presence of Jesus bowing, kneeling, worshiping with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh because Jesus is worthy not just of fellowship, but he's worthy of worship. And let me help somebody in here. Let me bless somebody. Worship ain't entertainment. The church ain't the pack. The church ain't the PNC arena. You ain't coming in here to a versus battle between Jay-Z and Lil Wayne. This ain't Aretha and Natalie Cole. Y'all ain't talking to me. There's only one person who is worthy. That is Jesus, our Savior, our Redeemer, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. And let me preach this now. Don't say amen too quick. Some of us that become so worldly and carnal that we confuse entertainment with worship. I ain't get nothing out of worship today. Pastor ain't hit the ball like he used to. The choir ain't singing the way they used to say. They ain't sang my song as if you wrote a doggone hymn. They ain't doing it the way they used to do it. I remember when sister so-and-so used to do it. or Brother so-and-so, honey, this entertainment. Worship ain't about what you get. It's about what we bring. Some of us ain't got nothing yet because we ain't brought nothing yet. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. But I dare you, I ain't talking, I I, I ain't preaching to myself. I dare you to bring your own praise. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. I dare you to bring your own gratitude. I dare you to bring your own thanksgiving. I dare you to bring your own testimony. I dare you to bring your own fire. I dare you to bring it with you. Enter into his gates. Come on, I'm in the Bible right now. I need some Bible readers to say amen. This ain't the Wall Street Journal. This ain't the USA Today. This ain't the News and Observer. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts. With praise, I dare you to think about how good God has been. Think about what he's done for you. Think about where he's brought you from. Think about where he's answered from. Think about the prayers he's answered. And by the time you get to 3703, you'll have your own praise party. You'll have your own praise. You'll be thinking about the joy, the testimony, the goodness, because worship is about what we bring and when you bring something, you get something. Anybody got something right now? Anybody got joy now? Anybody got peace now? Anybody got Thanksgiving now? Gratitude now? Because you bring it with you. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and bow it at his feet. Because worship is about what I bring, not what I get. He's worthy of my worship, he's worthy of my fellowship, but he's worthy. Can I close the way I want to close? He's worthy of my obedience. Don't get quiet on me now. Don't go to sleep on me now. I said he's worthy of my obedience. Look at what the text says. The text says, Herod, who is a schemer, so insecure that he has killed eight of his wives. Y'all ain't talking to me. Come on now. Let me take you to seminary real quick. Killed eight of his wives. Killed his brothers because of maniacal insecurity. Be careful about insecure people. Be careful about folk who don't like themselves. Be careful about marrying and dating folk who don't have security in who they are and whose they are. Be careful about wing clippers. He's fine, honey, but he ain't secure. She pretty, brother, but she insecure. And you will have a noose around your neck. All the doggone days of your, where you going? Who you with? How long you going? Who down there? Amen. Amen. Herod Amen. is trying to outwit and outscheme the Magi, but because God is on their side, God gives them a word in their sleep and says, I don't want you to go out the same way you came because Herod is trying to kill you. You don't know what I know. I want you to go. I don't want you to take 95 north. I want you to take, y'all ain't talking to me. I want you to get on 95, then jump on 301. I want you not to take 40. I want you to take the street. I want you to take 64 east, then west, then go home that way. Better yet just take 40 all the way back to where you came from because you don't know what I know. And if you obey me, I'm going to save your life. Anybody know that obedience sometimes is a matter of life and death? God has already protected you. God has given you direction. God tells you not to go one way, not to marry him, not to marry her, not to befriend him, not to befriend her, not go there, not go there, because God sees the end from the beginning. The beginning from the end. He's Alpha and Omega. He's Delta and Omicron. Y'all ain't talking to me. And because they obeyed God, they went back with a new testimony, and God saved their life. I said, He's worthy of your fellowship, worthy of your worship, and worthy of your obedience. I dare you to do what God says. If you do what God says, He'll make a way out of no way. If you do what God says, He'll open windows that you can't have enough room to receive. If you do what God says, He'll raise up friends for you. If you do what God says, He'll make ways for you. If you do what God says, He'll bless you beyond your wildest imagination. If you do what God says, you'll find your call in life. If you do what God says, God will do what no man can do. If you do what God says, do I have a testimony in here? Does anybody have a testimony when you obey God? God is gonna be true to his word. You got more money than you ever had. You got more peace than you ever had. You got more joy than you ever had. You got a big old smile on your face. Ain't he all right? Let me go old school on Sunday morning. I said, ain't he all right? ain't he all right, don't fool me now. Ain't God good? Ain't he awesome? Ain't he wonderful? Ain't he all right? Yes he is. Yes he is. I said he's worthy. He's worthy of our fellowship, worthy of our worship, worthy of our obedience. God is never going to be in debt to us if it's all about who you trust. I don't trust anybody more than I trust God. I don't trust anybody more than I trust Jesus Christ as my Savior and Lord. Do you trust Him enough to follow Him? Do you trust Him enough to worship Him? Do you trust Him enough to obey Him? You don't need to get nobody back. Just forgive them and let that go. You spent all of last year scheming. I'm called IRS. I ain't playing. I ain't you ain't done with me. Jesus is worthy. I said He's worthy. He's worthy. Fellowship, worship, obedience. There's somebody on this morning, you're not saved. You're not saved and you're physically here with us. And we want to lead you to Christ, my sister, my brother. If you're here but you're not saved, I want you to raise your hand. You want to accept Jesus Christ today as your Savior and your Lord. You're not saved. You want to accept Jesus. Just raise your hand wherever you are. You're not saved, but you're on live stream. You're on Instagram. You're on one of our platforms. We want you to go to the Contact Us tab and accept Christ as your Savior. We'll be in touch with you early this week. But you're physically here or you're online, you're saved, but you don't have a church home. And We want you to become a member, a disciple of the Watts Chapel Church family. If you're physically here in the sanctuary, raise your hand. You're saved. Amen. God bless you, brother. Deacon Weeks, go take that young man. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, brother. Amen told you somebody was going to join. I ain't know, but somebody. You may be, Somebody else may be here. You're saved, but you don't have a church home, and you need a church home. Raise your hand wherever you are. Raise your hand. We want to lead you into the blessing of church family. You're virtual, and you need a church family. Go to the Contact Us tab. Unite with Watch Chapel. I'm excited about being your pastor. I'm excited about what God is going to do in your life. We're excited about what God is going to do in 2022. Excited about what God's going to do for the remaining five days of this year. The year ain't done yet. The year ain't done yet. We love you, Watch Chapel. We want everybody to be safe. Let's not be overconfident in this pandemic. Vaccinated, boosted, or not, keep your mask on. Keep your mask on. I don't care what Governor Cooper says, Wake County said, keep your mask on. If it ain't urgent, you know, just FaceTime folk, you know. You know, it's, it's warm today. Go outside, see somebody outside. You know, wave at him. Amen. Amen. This thing is real. This is real. People are still getting sick. People are still dying. One of my former members in Cincinnati lost their daddy, vaccinated, boosted, had his funeral a few days ago. It's real. I ain't saying this to scare anybody, but you know, every now and then we need to sound the trumpet. Because we can be overconfident, Amen, Amen. Amen. We we'll see you on Friday night. We'll see you on next Sunday morning. May the grace of our Lord and Savior, the love of God, fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest, abide with us until we shall meet again, Amen. Amen. Come on, choir, bless us.